Peace and blessings. This is Muslims for Peace podcast. You have tuned into Muslims for Peace podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. And dear respected guests, I greet you all with a greeting of peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We are here today to remember and commemorate Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. We as Muslims, we study from the Quran that God has described Prophet Muhammad by saying, We have not sent you but a mercy for mankind. Prophet Muhammad is mercy for mankind, for all those who exist, for all the universe. He is mercy. And the Quran says, Say with the mercy of God and with His bounty they should celebrate. That's why we remember the Prophet. That's why we celebrate the Prophet. Because the Quran says, celebrate the mercy of God, celebrate the bounty of God. And the Prophet is nothing but the mercy for all who exist, so we celebrate him. We remember him. We all know that Muslims have to follow and obey the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi And that the Prophet told you to do, you have to do and follow. Whatever the Prophet told you to avoid, you have to avoid. We all know that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi is our great example, he's our leader, we have to follow him. And the Quran said, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أَسُوتٌ حَسَنِ مَنْ كَانِ يَرْجُوا اللَّهُ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهِ كَثِيرًا You have great example in the Prophet Muhammad, for those who hope for Allah and the Day of Judgment, they have to follow the Prophet. How can we follow the Prophet if we don't know his life? How can we follow the Prophet if we don't know his examples? If we don't know how he stands and what he said and what he did and what he approved and what he did not approve? That's why to study the life of the Prophet, some scholars said it's mandatory. It's not an elective science, it's mandatory. Know his life, know his details, know what he said and what he did. It became mandatory. And the Quran said, don't they, neither, don't they know their Prophet? Don't they know their Prophet? We have to know. We have to have ma'rifah with the Prophet. And the Quran says, speaking to Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and he says, you know, We tell you the stories of other prophets to strengthen your heart. If the stories of other prophets strengthen the heart of Prophet Muhammad shouldn't the story of Prophet Muhammad strengthen our heart? That's why we stay the story of Prophet Muhammad. That's why we celebrate Prophet Muhammad. That's why we commemorate Prophet Muhammad. To strengthen our heart, to inspire by him, and to educate ourselves and our friends and our brothers and sisters, and to thank Allah for him. Because Prophet Muhammad is a blessing. And we have to thank Allah for all the blessings. And the Quran says, And speak and you know, thank Allah for the blessing from him. So we should speak about the na'mah. If someone has a blessing, speak about it, <coughs> celebrate it, show it, smile for it, thank Allah for it, don't hide it. Those who hide the blessing, they are ungrateful. And those who show the blessing, they are grateful. So how can we show the blessing of Rasulullah How can we be grateful to the blessing and the na'mah of Rasulullah We speak about it. We commemorate it. We make programs such as these wonderful programs and gatherings. And we thank Allah for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and for the message of peace, the message of Islam, the message of justice, the message of equality. And we thank Allah for it. And we renew our commitment for it. My dear brothers and sisters, 
That's why we remember Rasulullah The Quran describes Rasulullah in many beautiful ways. The Quran praises Rasulullah Allah in the Quran praises the Prophet, praises his eyes. You know, that eyes never deviated. And the Quran praises, you know, and Allah praises also the tongue of the Prophet and the brain of the Prophet and the heart of the Prophet. He doesn't say anything on his own. He doesn't think about the revelation being revealed. You know, your friend, me, the Prophet, never, you know, did something wrong. Never, his brain never did something wrong or believed in something wrong. Everything about the Prophet is praised. Everything about the Prophet is complimented. The Quran, in so many ways, in so many places, describes the Prophet that he has the best manners. In one verse, Everything about the Prophet is, you know, uh, praised by saying, You are on such great characters. Everything about you is perfect. Everything about you is great. Your manners, your behavior. Quran, as well as the wife of Muhammad described him. His behavior was the Quran. He was a walking Quran. My dear brothers and sisters, we don't need extra coming of the Quran on the shelves. We need walking Quran. The people, they look at us and they say, show me examples, show me people who practice Islam. We don't want just lectures and tapes and flyers and brochures, but we want people who live the Islam, who enjoy the Islam, who practice the Islam, who are light and shining. Whenever they go, people look at them, mashallah, who are they? What's their religion? Who is their prophet? What's their book? I want to be like them. I want to be learning from them. I want to be their friend and their buddies. That's what we have to do. We need walking Quran. The Prophet Muhammad Wasallam was a walking Quran. That's why we love him. In the Islam and in the Quran, you know, also Rasulullah was given very high status. Inna we have given you the kawthar, a special river in the kawthar, you know, sweeter than the honey and whiter than the milk. That if you drink one cup from the hand of Prophet Muhammad you shall never go thirsty. That we pray to Allah, oh Allah, give us from the hand of the Prophet a drink that we shall never go thirsty. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Now Allah gave him also in Surah Al-Duha, وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى Allah shall give you till you are pleased. And this is only for Prophet Muhammad Sayyidina Ali ibn Ibn said in one hadith, for us, the family of the Prophet, the most hopeful ayah for us in the Quran, this ayah, that Allah shall give you till you are pleased. Only for Prophet Muhammad Sayyidina Allah will keep giving him, keep giving him. Are you pleased? I want more. Take more, take more. What do you want? And we all know that Prophet Muhammad will never be pleased if his community, if his ummah, if his followers are not pleased. That's why the more Allah will honor the Prophet, thank you Allah, the more we are the followers of this Prophet we are honor. The more Allah will give the Prophet, the more we will be receiving gifts from Allah because we are lovers and mushaq and we are followers and obedience of the Prophet Muhammad So thank you Allah for this beautiful ayah. Allah shall give you till you are pleased and that's only for Rasulullah We have raised, raised your remembrance. And every adhan call for a prayer say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu Muhammad Rasulullah. And every iqama for salah, we say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu Muhammad Rasulullah. If someone wants to become a Muslim, say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, Ashhadu Muhammad Rasulullah. MashaAllah. What a beautiful dhikr. Do you want more than that? Every Muslim, every day, he say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammad. That's why, wa rafa'na laka dhikra. We have made your remembrance is so high. People remember you. People praise you. In the Allah and the Ikatahu Salona and Nabi, Ya Yuladina Amma who Salu Ali who Salimu Tislam. Allah Musabi Allah.
My dear brothers and sisters, also in Islam, we have to love the Prophet more than we love ourselves, our children, and our money, and the whole world. The Prophet said, no one believes. No one believes till I become more beloved to him than himself and his money and his children and all those who exist. So we have to love him so much. We have to respect him so much. Respect, ihtiram. You know, we have to respect the Prophet. Don't raise your Prophet above the voice of the Prophet. You know, the Quran says, don't raise your voice above the voice of the Prophet because your deed would have been destroyed and would have destroyed, been destroyed without you knowing and feeling it. Allah doesn't want our prayers and our fasting and our dhikr and our hajj and our siyam and our ibadah and our charity if we disrespect Prophet Muhammad That's why the love of the Prophet and his family is mandatory. Not only we love them, but we respect them. Not only we respect them, but we follow them. My dear brothers and sisters, we obey them, we follow them, we respect them. That's why today we are commenting Prophet Muhammad the seal of the Prophet, the final of the Prophet. The man of humanity, the man of human rights, the man of peace, the man of justice. The man who in his life, my dear brothers and sisters, you know, people around him loved him so much, respected him so much. And one of his, you know, friends, he, for two hours, if you don't see the Prophet, he feels sick. Why you are sick? I want to see the Prophet. I want to see the face of the Prophet. So much love, so much affection. The word of his evolution never went to the ground. They used to fight over it. The words are coming down from him. They used to fight over his hair. They used to fight over, you know, his clothes. The blessing, you know, to touch him. You know, that if I touch the Prophet, I will never go to hellfire. The concept of blessing, the concept of love, the concept of respect in front of him. They never lean in front of him. They never misbehave, you know. We are speaking to the Prophet of Allah. How should we behave? You know, we say the person is so important based on his teacher, based on his shape. Oh, we say this person is shaykh that, oh, mashallah. This person, he scholar, he's shaykh to that scholar, oh, he becomes so good. Your value from your scholar and your value from the science you are teaching. Someone has PhD in, in stealing. What? In cheating. What? We laugh. Brother, I know how to open every, every safe. So, not only your, your value comes from your shaykh, but what kind of science you have. Rasulullah who was his sheikh? Our Prophet of Islam, may remember today, who was his teacher? My Lord has disciplined me, and he has given me the best of discipline. What do you expect of someone whose teacher is Allah Azzawajal, but to be perfect and masoom? Allah Akbar. My dear brother and sister, Muhammad doesn't do mistakes. He is masoom. He's perfect. He's an example. He's our leader. Not even small mistakes. He's perfect. That's why we have to love him and follow him and respect him. And also, he was a great example. People were guided by his behavior before they are guided by his speech. Look at this important point. We all want people to learn from us about Islam. We want people to understand the true message of Islam. You know, the misunderstanding about Islam. We have to improve our behavior. We have to be a walking Quran like Rasulullah He was the best father, the best husband, the best leader, the best neighbor, the best of everything. You know, that's why his enemy used to come to fight him. Look at him, look at his face, look at his speak, his speech, look at his, the way he talks, the way he forgives, the way... I want to love that person. And he declares shahada, he becomes a Muslim. So he was guiding people by his behavior before his speech. That's why we have to love him. He taught us how to open the heart before you open the mind. Before you go to someone and give him proof and lectures and take a scientific proof about Allah and the Islam, open his heart. If he doesn't trust you, 
If he doesn't know you, if he doesn't like you, you can spend 10 hours with him, giving all the proof in the world. He says, who are you to do? So I listen to you. Why do I should care about you? Why should I worry about you? Why should I believe you? But when you open the heart of people, when you open the, the heart of people, when you are kind to your friend at school, when you are kind and nice to your neighbor, when you don't hurt your neighbor, when you are nice in, to co-workers at work, when you are good and nice and helping the community and serving the community, the heart is open. If they ask you about fasting or Ramadan or Islam or what religion, then they will understand. Then the mind will open. But if the heart is closed, it's difficult to open up. <coughs> My dear sister, so I said that all the time, you should go to the heart. So kind. Even one of the time, an enemy of the Prophet, his name was Kamama. He was a horrible enemy. He was arrested. They tied him to a robe, to a pillar in the mosque. The Prophet came to him. No lectures. How Islam is beautiful. How Islam is peaceful. You know what the Prophet did, وسلم, he just untied him. No lecture, nothing. You are free. This man looked, I am your enemy, you are free. He took a bath and he came and he said, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu Muhammad Rasulullah. And I told the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu before you freed me, before you did this act of kindness towards me, I used to hate you the most and now your face is the most loved face to me on the earth. Your city now is the most loved city for me in the earth and your religion is the most loved religion. Because he saw the kindness of Islam. My dear brother and sister, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu used to teach us all the time, make things easy for people, don't make things difficult. All the time, two choices, take the easier one. Never make the religion complex, never make the religion difficult. You know, those who go extreme in the religion, those who don't want to marry, those who don't want to sleep, they want to pray the whole night, every night. Those who want to, you know, uh, every day fast and never eat. He told them, I worship Allah more than all of you. I'm the most righteous one to Allah, but I eat and I, you know, fast. And I sleep and I pray and I marry the woman. So if you are not, you know, following my way, you are not one of mine. The religion of Islam, religion of moderation, istiqamah, with, you know, steadfast. No extremism in Islam. Someone said, I will never cover my head under the sun. I will never ride horse or carriage. I will walk. I will torture myself to get closer to Allah. Another person says, I will never sleep. No sleep. I will, I will go fast from talking. Why? They thought they would get closer to Allah. The Prophet said, no, 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 no. You ride the horse, you ride the camel, you speak. You eat, you sleep, don't torture yourself. Who told you this is the way to get to Allah, to get closer to Allah? This is not the right way. Make things easy on people. Don't tell them the religion is so difficult, it's so complicated. Ten years you study your aqidah and you will not know 1% of it. Who said that? Who said that? Is that our religion like this? Allah made the Quran so easy to remember. Where are those who want to remember? Just declare shahada and you tell them, go tell your people about Islam, go enjoy Islam. You know, yes, we have relevant, we have knowledge, but don't make things so difficult and so people afraid of the religion or make it so difficult and complex. Rasulullah all the time used to give the good news before the bad news. That's why people loved him. All the time, give them the value of prayers before you tell them about the punishment for those who don't pray. How before is to pray, to connect to Allah, to connect to the Creator, to speak to Him and He speak to you, to, you know, let go of all your sins, to get the inspiration, to recharge your batteries, to, to get the, you know, it's privilege. Someone feels so good if he speaks to the president. Some people feel so good if I speak to the governor. Some people feel so good if they have a king who is a friend and who is rich king. You are more than all of them. Don't underestimate yourself. You speak to the president of the, you know, to the creator of the president and to the creator of the governors. And you speak to Allah as the creator of the universe. Be proud, be honored, don't underestimate yourself. If you ask him anything you want, he will not let you down. A person was friend to the king, very rich king. He sees him for six months. 
After six months, he asked me for a Mercedes. Do you think that the king will let him down? Of course not. If you are with Allah all the time and he is your friend and you are his friend, whatever you ask Allah, Allah will never let you down. Allah will love you. Because Allah loves those who are close to him and those who love him. Trust in him and you don't need anything else. Be with him and you are sufficient. And you will have the happiness and the success which we all want in this life. Only by being with him and remembering him. Prophet Muhammad guided us to Allah. Thank you Allah for Prophet Muhammad He all that used to educate, to teach, not to offend, not to expose. People make mistakes, he used to accept their mistakes. He used to find excuse for them. I give you an example. One of the companions of the Prophet is named Hatim. The Prophet, when he wanted to conquer his own city, Mecca, after they kicked him out of it and he wanted to go conquer it, you know, one of the companions wrote a letter to the people of the city, who at that time were disbelievers, and he told him the Prophet is coming with an army to conquer the city. Now, the, the revelation came, the woman was, you know, caught with the letter. Who gave the letter to this person? You are sending a letter to the enemy that you are coming and, and to conquer the city, which our city, and they kick us out from it. And it was conquered peacefully, alhamdulillah, without any fight. He told him, you know, some people said, he betrayed us. Let's sentence him, let's punish him. The Prophet said, no, what's your issue? We are so I have my family in the city of Mecca. I have no one to support my family. So I want to do a favor for the enemy to, to save my family from trouble. But I'm still a believer. My intention is still good. I'm not betraying. I'm not against the religion. The Prophet said, believe him. And don't speak but good about him. Don't destroy his reputation. Don't speak badly about him in the community. He forgave him. So the point is, you know, people make mistakes. You forgive them. You accept them. You, you are, you know, you love the people. You are not here to offend the people. We are not here to push down the people. You know, to give advice in the nice way, in the good way, in the private way, not in public, no scandal. He told us how to not to embarrass people, not to make faces red, to understand the psychology of people. Sometimes they are strong, sometimes they are weak. So you spend your money and your dunya for the sake of religion, not the other way around. Use the religion to gain the dunya. You spend your time, you spend your money, you spend your effort to make people love the religion and love your way of life, not the other way around. I'm going to use my religion so I can gain the money and the positions. My dear brother and sister, that was the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu We learned from him how to be good to our friends, how to advise in a nice way. Someone made a mistake and he let's say he was drowning in the ocean. He didn't know how to swim or the water was so much difficult for him. And a friend came to save him and the person is drowning and he's giving him his hand to behead him and he starts lecturing him. Shame on you. Why don't you know how to swim? Why don't you jump to the water? Haven't you seen the red flag? Where's your float? Where's your friend? You know, why did you come alone here? You know, look at you, now you are drowning. You deserve it. And the brother is giving him his hand, save me, save me. And you are giving him lecture. You are pushing him more in the water. Brother, this is not the way to save someone. Save him, help him. Find an excuse for him, forgive him. Don't show, I know more than you. I know how to swim. I wouldn't do what you did. MashaAllah. You are holy perfect and he is horrible person. Drowning, you know? SubhanAllah. <laughs> My brother and sister, Islam is not this way. The Prophet said, Congratulations for the one who is busy with his own mistakes rather than following the mistakes of others. People cannot accept the dust in the eyes of them. Brother, your eye has dust in your eye. Brother, look at yourself. You are full of mud from head to toe. You are looking at the dust in my eyes. My dear brother and sister, worry about yourself first. Improve yourself. That's what you have. Question yourself. 
you know, make accountability for your action before you sleep. Don't worry about it. I want everyone to be perfect around me. And forget my own. And Allah ask you about your own before he ask you about the whole world. You want to change the whole world and the Middle East and the uh, Far East and the, uh, your own house. Start with your own house. Start with your own family. Start with your own children. My dear brother and sister Rasulullah was rahmat and he was mercy to children. He told the parents, love your children. If you promise them, fulfill the promise. Be kind to them because the children think the parents provide for them. Who provides for the parents? Allah provides for everyone. But the children think the parents provide. So if you promise them, fulfill the promise and love them and be kind to them. He said, and he told us, spend time with your children. Some parents say, brother, I come home, my children are working or are sleeping. And I leave, I go to work in the morning, they are sleeping. Brother, you don't see your children? Brother, I want to shift. Brother, good, but what about your children? Who is going to raise your children for you? The neighbors? Rasulullah was merciful with children. He told us, love your children, have rahmah, have mercy. He used to kiss them, to hug them, to play with them. He used to play with Imam al-Hassan al-Husayn radiallahu anhumah. He used to say, They used to ride on his back like a horse or a camel. I used to say, you are the best rider, I am the best camel for you. And he used to play with them. Once he interrupted his speech to carry them and hug them, when he was giving the khutbah and they were coming and walking, little children, he loved them so much. He educated them, he taught them, he told us, be fair with your children, be fair with the male and be fair with the female. Don't prefer the male to the female. So he was sitting once and you know with next to Muslim next to him. And this man, his boy came, he sat next to him and he hugged the boy, he kissed the boy, and the boy sat next on his knee. Then the girl, the daughter came, she was outside the the place where they sitting. She couldn't even move closer to the father to be hugged or kissed. The Prophet told him, Don't you do justice between your children? The boy you hug him and he sit near to you and the girl can't even approach you? She's afraid? Do justice between your children. Don't prefer the female to the male or the male to the female. In Islam, actually, you have the opposite. If you go to the market to bring gifts for your children, start with the girl first. My dear brother and sister, this is Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Start with the female first, then you go to the boy. My dear brothers and sisters, that's why he taught us so many beautiful things. He was merciful with children. One man told him, I have nine children, I never kissed them. You kiss your children? He told the Prophet, you are kissing your little children? <coughs> I don't kiss my children. The Prophet told him, what can I do for you if Allah remove the mercy from your heart? <laughs> if you have no mercy in your heart, what can I do for you? You should love the children. You know, every parent responsible for your children, teach them. Discipline your children on three qualities the love of your prophet, the love of his family, and reading of the Quran. He told us, teach your children and discipline them and give them the best discipline. Find the best teacher, health education, you know, history, teach them Islam, teach them how to eat, what not, you know, safety issues, you know, anything endanger their life from health, from food, from poison, from. The high balcony, make it high, you know, short balcony. Save your children from trouble. Go study the statistics, how many children die every year because the parents neglected the children. The children complain, I have no insurance. I don't want to take you to the doctor. I'm lazy, I don't have the money. It's going to go by itself. After three months, he goes to the doctor. If you bought him three months before, I would have saved him. Now it's too late. It's too difficult now. Brother and sister, don't waste your children. The Prophet said, enough sin for someone, he is wasting his children. Don't waste the trust of Allah, your children, your family, your wife and husband and wife should work together to raise the children. He taught us how to love our wives. 
and he was merciful to women, not only children. We don't have to talk too much about children because he left us treasures of teaching about children, but also with wives. He said, give your body your right, give your Lord his right, give your family their right, give your neighbor and your guest their right. Give everyone his right. You know why he said this? Because the wife looked so depressed one day. And when she was asked, and it came to the Prophet that this woman is so depressed, doesn't have interest in life. Why? My husband doesn't pay attention to me. Every day, every day he fasts. And every night he prays the whole night. Yeah, no one doesn't even look at me. She became very depressed. So he said this statement. The next day, when he told this to the man, his name was Man bin Marmon, that person, you know, when he told him that, the next day the wife looked so happy, smiling, like everyone else. They told her, their friend, sister, what happened to you? You look like so new today. So she said, Today we have become normal. Now I have normal life like everyone else. My husband started to pay attention to me. He was merciful to wives. He said, be good to your wives. If they are making mistakes with you, forgive them. And, you know, be with them and don't hurt them. Not only you don't hurt them, but also if they make mistakes, you have to forgive them. My dear brother and sister, he was merciful to neighbors. He said, no one believed three times if he sleeps with full stomach and his neighbor is hungry and he knows. No one believes three times if his neighbor is not safe from him. If someone said, I'm a great Muslim, let me ask you a neighbor. What do you think about this? Oh, Allahi, I sleep and afraid. One day he will hurt me, one day he will take part of my backyard, one day he will smell very bad in the house, and one day he will do this. I'm afraid of him, Allah. Brother, the Prophet said, your neighbor should be happy with you, should be safe from you. How come? There is something wrong with your Iman. Go re-evaluate your Islam and your Iman and your faith. Prophet Muhammad was merciful to animals. He taught us, you know, no one should separate the mothers from the babies of any animals for no reason. And he told us, if you want to kill an animal to eat, then sharpen your knife and do it quickly and in the right way. And don't, you know, do it in the nasty way. Don't kill an animal. And we have other etiquette if you have to sacrifice an animal. Sharpen your knife and make the animal you are sacrificing, you know, comfortable means do it quickly and away from others and following certain techniques and etiquette. And also he told us about a woman, you know, she was told, Ya Rasulullah, we have a woman, she prays a lot, she fasts a lot, she spends a lot of charity, but she has one problem. What? She hurts her neighbor with her tongue. Not by hand. Only by tongue she hurt the neighbor. She she's going to go to the fire. Allah doesn't care about her worship. We can't hurt a human being. We are peaceful people. We have to be grateful and thankful to Allah. You know why Allah created us? To know Him and to thank Him. To know Him, to know him from His creation, to know Him from His water, from His sun. From the H2O, the water, the hydrogen, the oxygen we think, oh, the water is miraculous. The whole universe worked to give me the drop of water. The sun, the ocean, the, the wine, the wind, the, the temperature, the physics, the chemistry, all work together, you know, evaporation, the wind, the cloud, the, the, the physics rules, then I get drop of water. H2 and O, two gases, one help the, the burning process and one burn itself. Hydrogen, oxygen, two gases. They burn and help to burn. Put them together, you get water. You put off the fire with it. Different thing. 
Ya Allah, I, I know you. I see you from your creation, from the water. I believe in you. Thank you, Allah, for all those formulas and rules for me to get the drop of water. Now I'm thirsty, by the way, give me a cup of water. Oh, thank you, Allah. I saved my life through the water. So not only I know you from the water, I should thank you for the water. And that's why, again, everything has to do this purpose. If you know him, if you thank him, you have done your homework. How can I thank him? Take gift to Allah, what is it? Gift. He gives us everything. Ya Allah, what can I send you a credit card or gift? Allah doesn't need anything, he wants everything. My dear brother and sister, you thank Allah by being good to his creation. By serving his creation, someone was good to you and nice to you. Gave you money, gave you ride, gave you house, gave you job. So many beautiful things. And you see his son, you give him a dollar. You give him a lollipop. You smile to him. You give him some food or something. You are trying to thank the father by being nice to the son. Allah has the best example. So at least don't hurt the creation of Allah. You see the creation world being next to you? An animal, creation. A non-Muslim, creation. Arab, and arab Muslim, and Muslim, it doesn't matter. Turkish, America, it doesn't matter. The all creation of Allah, the all the family of Allah, and the best one among us is those who serve his family the most. My dear brother and sister, we serve this creation. We love this creation. We don't hurt this creation. At least don't hurt. Next step, start serving. Start being good to them. Start, you know, helping them. That's why my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, we have to be thankful to Allah by serving the creation of Allah and not hurting the creation. So he was, you know, merciful to animals. He told us about a woman, she would go to hellfire. You know why? Because she had a cat. She tied the cat to a rope of a tree. She never let the cat eat with her own and she never fed the cat. The cat, after a few days, died. Starvation to death. The Prophet said, Never fed the cat, never let the cat eat in her own. She's going to go to hellfire. Allah doesn't care about her worship anymore. So be good to animals. Prophet ﷺ, a camel came once to him crying. He said, Who is the owner of this camel? And I said, I'm the owner of Come here. This camel has cried to me. He told me, You are misbehaving. You are abusing him. You are starving him. You are hurting him. Take care of him. Don't you feel Allah and this animal who Allah gave you control over it? He said, well, Prophet, I apologize. I'll be good to this animal tomorrow. He was merciful to animals. He was merciful to sick people. Go visit the sick. Go cheer them. Go pray for them. Go help them. He was, you know, good and, and to parents. He told us, be good to your parents. Someone came to me on the way from me. The Prophet, I will join you. I will get all the reward from Allah. But I left my parents crying because they needed me. But I said, no, I will go join the Prophet. How much reward you get when you join a prophet face to face and live with him? The prophet told him, go back to your parents and make them laugh as you made them cry. Another person came, Rasulullah, I'm going to join you and get reward from Allah and I strive with you for the good things. He told him, your parents are alive? Yes, go make jihad with them. Go make jihad with your parents. Go strive with your parents, they need you. Don't come to me and leave your parents. You know, so many stories about parents, how you should love your parents, how you should respect your parents, how you should obey children, please. All of us who have parents, don't ignore your parents. They are the key for paradise. They have the veto in heaven for you. Love them as they say, Allah have rahmah and mercy on my parents and forgive them as they have raised me. What's the reward of good but good? Your parents are good to you, be good to them. My dear brothers and sisters, he was merciful to nature, to environment. Don't pollute the environment. Don't waste the water. He told us if you are making wudu, Clean yourself for wudu, prepare it. Even if you have a river, flowing river, don't waste water. Flowing river, yes. If I take as much water, who, who, who cares? 
if you know how to conserve water in a flowing river when you go home you'll be conserving water but if you are careless in the river and the ocean when you go home you'll be careless also so learn how to conserve resources don't cut trees don't hurt people don't you know you see something troublesome in the street remove it he told us a man will enter paradise and enjoy whatever he wants in paradise because he removed a troublesome from the roads رأيت رجل يتقلب في الجنة في you know في شجرة القطاعها نظر الطريق كان تؤذي الناس small branch of the tree used to hurt the people crossing the road he removed the branch now it's safe for people to cross it's safe for Muslim it's safe for non-Muslim it's safe for strangers it's safe for women it's safe for elders it's safe for children it's safe for animals he is serving the whole community regardless and because of that good action he is going to go to heaven my dear brother and sister he told about a man. He gave a cup of water, he gave water for a dog, thirsty dog. And the Prophet said, He gave water for the dog, Allah was grateful to him. Allah is Shakur, one of his name is Shakur, grateful. Only Allah is Shakur. For the little things you do, he will give you infinity. You see, you give me gift, I give you gift. You visit me, I visit you. That's what people do. But this is not Shakur, this is not gratefulness. Gratefulness means for little things you do, you get so much. And only Allah. We worship in how many? 20, 60, 70 years? Divide 70 years in the numerator over the denominator of infinity. He gives you infinity in the heaven. What no eyes have seen, and no ears have heard, and no heart has comprehended. Divide 60, 70, 80 years, by the way, one third of it sleeping, and one third of it working, and the other third, who knows, watching TV, eating, doing many things. Let's assume all of it, 100 years of ibadah and worship. Divided by infinity, zero. This means what he gives you back for what you give him is so much. One dollar, you own the whole earth. Oh, good deal. One dollar, I own the whole earth, yes. Only Allah is Shakur. So Allah just said, he gave water for a dog. Allah was grateful to him quickly and forgave all his sins and he made him go to heaven and paradise. My dear brother and sister, that's why we celebrate Rasulullah Because he was merciful, because he was you know, great person. He was the best husband, best father, merciful to those who are sick, merciful to those who are stranger. He was humble, he was simple, he was kind, he was to help, he used to help his wife in the house, he used to fix his own shoes, fix his own clothes, make his own food, tie his own camel, go to the market, buy the stuff, carry it, bring it home, talk to the servant, walking with them, talking with them, eating with the servant, simple person, humble person. When he was on a trip with some of his friends, they said, now we have to make the food. One guy said, I will, kill you know a sheep or something sacrifice a sheep once guy said i will slaughter it i will skin it one guy said i will make barbecue whatever he said i will collect the wood oh prophet sit down we'll serve you you are the prophet he said i know you will serve me and you don't want me to do anything but i like also to get azure and allah doesn't like the one who is distinguishing himself from the community the one who wants to be so special that they don't want to do anything and he want everyone to serve him he insisted to do something this is Rasulullah and all women used to serve in his mosque, she died. He was sleeping when she died. They didn't want to bother him. They took her and they buried her. And when he woke up after two days, he said, what is that woman used to serve in the masjid? Oh, Rasulullah, she was an old woman, she died, we buried her, we didn't want to bother you. He said, why didn't you tell me? He was angry. Why didn't you tell me she died? He went to her cemetery, to her grave, and he prayed for her. And he asked Allah to forgive her. This is Rasulullah sallallahu before he died, once he stood up and he said, if I have taken any money from anyone, this is my money, take from it. If I have hit anyone on his back, he opened his chair like this, come hit me. 
on my back. If I curse anyone, come curse me. And don't be afraid that I will take revenge on you. It's not my nature. I just want everyone to make justice with me. He taught us that justice of one hour is better than worshiping Allah for 60 years. Justice for one hour. This is Islam. Justice, equality, to love the human being, not to hurt anyone, not animal, not nature, not you know environment, not friend, not neighbors. No way you can say, I'm Muslim, mother. You are Muslim? Show me your manner and behavior. You know, that's why he's summarizing one hadith. If someone asks you what is Islam, and sometimes we give long lectures and we don't know what is that. Oh, Islam? Oh, Islam is one hadith. He said, I have been sent for the only purpose to complete and perfect the moral characters. This is Islam, my dear brothers and sisters, not to offend anyone, to explain your religion in a nice way, to live in peace, to appreciate others, to accept others, to live with others in peace and harmony, not to force your religion and your opinion on others, to respect other opinion, to be tolerance, tolerance, tolerance. The message of Islam, the message of Rasulullah, we are not here to dominate, we are not here to judge, we are here to live in peace with each other, to accept others and want others to accept us, to have mutual rights and, and to live in peace and to live with others and, and to enjoy this life and this earth and even and preserve it. So we become successful in this life and this is the hereafter. This is Rasulullah, sister, I can speak more and more, no words, no speeches, no books, no pens can enough write or speak or describe the man of Rasulullah and his family and you know and, and, and his message. But you know, in short time we did what we can. May Allah help us all to understand, to celebrate the Prophet, to commemorate the Prophet, to renew our commitment to his way, the way of peace, the way of justice, the way of knowledge, he respected knowledge, Alim, he said, read, study, learn. Because if you want to be successful in this life, seek knowledge. If you want to be successful in the hereafter, seek knowledge. If you want to be successful in both, seek knowledge. Alim will strengthen your will. Alim will make you know what's right, what's wrong. Alim will protect you, will make you go away from trouble. So you become aziz and dignified and respected and he protect your reputation. Seek knowledge, seek knowledge, seek knowledge. And have love in your heart and have understanding. And you know, use your mind and aql all the time and open it. And say Alhamdulillah and thank you Allah. Appreciate the little things Allah has given you. We all can live in peace and, and, and together inshallah. Thank you very much for giving me this great opportunity. I thank the organizers. Thank you. May Allah reward you, may Allah help you in your message of peace, in your message of bringing people together from different faiths. That's our challenge. Allah made us different. He said, I made you nation and tribes. By design, we are different. By design. Oh mankind, we have created you for male and female. We have made you nation and tribes, so you might get to know each other. The challenge of life is to get to know each other, to get to know those different tribes and people and color and race and, 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 and classes and, and feelings and food and different styles. It doesn't matter. Allah not create us different so we hate, so we discriminate and fight, but to love and to respect and to get to know each other and marry from each other and live with each other and work with each other. And that's the challenge of creation. May Allah help us to establish this. Thank you very much for the organizers and the youth. May Allah bless you and reward you. And may Allah accept our gathering. Assalamu alaikum. Amen. Yeah,